trigger warning, I do talk about death in this episode. Welcome to episode one of Life X Video Games. I don't know what the X cross intersection union? I have no idea. Where I talk about my experiences with life and video games with my own unique twist. I think there's things I want to talk about that not people talk about. For example, in a future episode, I want to talk about tank anxiety in Final Fantasy XIV and how I got over it, which is way different than from what everyone else on YouTube is talking about, or ladder anxiety, and how I want to get over that, and what I've learned from having ladder anxiety. Justin, if you're listening, hello. Jay, if you're listening, hello. Joe, if you're listening, hello. All J's, I realized. And if you're the Justin that I'm not talking about, hello. If you're the J that I'm not referring to, hello. And if you're the Joe I'm not referring to, hello, I'm glad you're listening. Um, so, where to start? I know what I want to talk about, but the question is... Should I have a little foreplay? Do you want me to titillate your mind with another story before we get to the main deal? I think so. So, um, by the way, in this podcast, there's Lufia 1 spoilers and Shadowbringer spoilers, kind of. I'm going to mention the what the Shadowbringers alliance raids are, but not the story. Because fuck the story for those alliance raids. Here I am playing Shadowbringers. Yes. Finish patch 5.0. Continuing through. I see the plus sign. Go through the story. Go through the story. Go through the story. And then I see some familiar-ish environment. I'm like, I remember this environment. But from what? And then I see those pesky little machines. I'm like, Fuck, this is near Automata. Fuck. I don't like near Automata. It does not deserve the praise it gets. I know that's a hot take, and I'm going to back it. And I have an episode coming, hopefully we'll see, where I explain why. Anyway, I don't like near Automata, but that's not the point of this story. This is not ending here, right? So I play the so I play the first, so I'm, I I get access to the Lions raid number one. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna play this. Fuck this. Eventually, I duty roulette into the raid. I'm like, fine, luckily I was Alliance. I wasn't Alliance B, so I was able to just off tank it, which was great. And then I didn't play the Puppets Bunker, which is the second one for quite a little bit until recently. The reason why is I'm doing wondrous tales and it's like, you need to finish the Puppets Bunker. And I'm like, fuck you. No. Yet guess what I did? I queued up for the puppets bug puppets bunker. And you know what? It's really good. I thoroughly enjoyed the puppets bunker. All the boss battles were great, all the thingies were great, and the ending music for the boss for that was a mix of Final Fantasy 12, 14 music, but in the style of Nier, 
and then just near music from near gestalt not near automata oh my it was so good i didn't i don't know the story between everything i'm gonna skip the stories till i get to the next one but it was so good and for the people here who have kids right did you ever have your kid where they wanted two different things but they couldn't have them at the same time so they threw temper tantrums because they couldn't have both I don't know if that's a real thing or not, so if it's not, I'm sorry for using that as a as an example. But that's how I feel. Like I, I'm stamping my, I'm figuratively stamping my foot and throwing a temper tantrum because I don't like Near Automata. But fuck, that was so good. And yes, I know there's the separation between the Alliance raid and Near Automata. I know those are two different things. So it was. I just thought. I I just thought you know I'd be a, the grumpy old curmudgeon who hates everything, and it turns out. The Puppets Monker was actually pretty good. Speaking of that, um, if you want to, let's play some Final Fantasy XIV together. Uh, let me know in the comments or however you want to get hold of me, I guess. Twitter. Um, I think it's so you can be on the Japanese server. I'm on the Japanese server, so that's the thing. Okay, so with that out of the way, with that out of the way, this is actually much easier to do when I'm not working. Let's talk about Lufia. And just how the ending was good until it wasn't the ending was good until it wasn't let me explain the ending and then let me explain why it's not good so you get to the isle of doom it's in the sky right you would just finally you being the hero lufia and your two other folks Finally figured out how to get to the Isle of Doom. How to fly. You enter their castle and you fight them. There's actually four people. I think they merge into a fifth. I'm not I'm not actually one hundred percent sure how the battle is at the moment, because I haven't played I, I think I played Luthia six or seven months ago. I'm not one hundred percent sure. So if I get some of the details on I'm sorry. So you fight the bosses, and then the final boss is like, Lufia, you were one of us. Join us. And Lufia's like, no, I have a life here. And so she gets bashed, bashed and bruised and thrown on the floor. And I don't know if that happens before or after the final fight. Probably after the final fight, since I think you would... I, I don't know. Anyway, you fight the bosses. You think Lufia's dead, but she's not. But however, you, you something happens, and you're on this bridge connecting the throne room to like the entryway. And the bridge collapses, so the hero and Lufia are on one side, and the other two people are on the other. And Lufia is going to die. Right, there is no way around it. Whoever developed the people who, Taito, I think, when they were developing and making and programming Lufia 1, they did their best with the 16 bits that they had to just make it look like that she was not going to survive. She was bruised she was bloody right she was talking to the hero being like i don't want to die and here's like no come on you can just just come on i believe you lufia we've been through this together please stay with me and then the bridge collapses and she falls to her death and i'm like fuck i was kind of hoping she was gonna live like i was crying tears going down my eyes and I'm like this is sad right like 
the reason why I was so sad was because if I watch movies or videos or hear about like like a love interest dying and I think of what happens if my wife dies, then I start tearing up and crying and it's just it's just not a good time. So I'm here, it's like, oh my god, you know, they know they love each other, they want to be with each other, but they know they can't and if you know you're gonna die, what do you say to the other person, right? Right, if I if I am in one of those situations or got hit by a truck or something, and they're like, hey, we can't move this truck because if we do, you're gonna die. Call your wife, call whoever you want to, we'll give you the time you need, but when you say it's time, you are going to die. And just thinking, if I was there, if I was on the side of the road, and I knew that in the next 30 minutes, I was going to die. What would I say? What would I say? Call tyranny. What would I do if I called my wife and she didn't pick up her phone? Now, Tina and I have a thing where if I call multiple times, she's like, okay, this is kind of urgent. I'll pick up. But... The idea of you only have 30 minutes to live. What who do you call? What do you say? I love you. Do you go, here's my passwords? Right? And so I can see that with the hero and Luffy just sitting there, lying there, while the tower crumbles around them. And Luffy and the hero going, I don't believe this. You can survive. We've gone through so much again. The Luffia knowing that she's going to die. What does a 16-year-old girl in love going to say? And so I was, I was crying, right? It was, it was a very, it was a powerful moment. And she falls. The hero manages to get out. Luffy is dead. And if it had ended there, and the credits rolled, I'd have been like, that was an extremely satisfying ending. Now, I'm not sure of the order of events. It could be that the scene happens and then the credits happen, or the credits roll and the scene happens. I'm not 100% sure, because I said I haven't played it in a while. I guess I could always look, right? Anyway. The scene comes up. I don't know if you play as the hero or you can control him or not, but the hero is in a house having tea or something. And Lufia shows up. You know it's Lufia, right? There's no other character model. There's the same character model. There's no other character with that blue hair. It's Lufia. But she doesn't know you. She has amnesia. She can't remember anything. The hero's like, oh my god, it's Lufia. And she's like, I think she was like, how do you know my name? I forgot. But anyway, you know, imagine thinking your loved one is dead. And then they they weren't. Five days later, they're like, oh my god, you're not dead. But they don't remember you. Right? Like, oh, you know, if I, if I went, oh my god, Tuna. And she'd be like, who are you? I can't, I'd be so heartbroken. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, who are you? I don't know who you are. 
Luckily, maybe she had her implicit memory still. She would feel the feelings that she gets when she sees me, but she couldn't recall who I was. Like, we have a lot of pictures, but imagine that, right? You think the person's dead that you love, and there actually comes back, and the question is, who are you? So, I fucking lost. <laughs> I lost it, right? I'm like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Why did Luffy, she, she was dead. She should have stayed dead. That made it great. And now you're going to like pull some shit out of your ass. Deus Ex this. Deus Ex Machina this. So she can just survive. Anyway, grandpa who's there is like, are you sure you want to be with her? Hero's like, yes, I do. And he's like, but you know, she lost all the memory. And he's like, yes, I do. Okay, whatever you say. Thank you. And then then just. And then Lufia makes the favorite her favorite tea, which is also the here's favorite tea. And then the, it goes to credits or it ends, whatever. I'm like that end that that last patch right there fucking ruined the ending, right? Because it brought into the question one personal sacrifice technically the other two people because they probably knew lufia and probably everyone else who knew lufia is a few sacri- is a few the lost personal connections worth saving the world it's a really interesting question isn't it right it's like it's easy to say if i don't have to make the sacrifice right but what if somebody put a gun to my head and was like tyranny needs to die and if she doesn't die then uh, the world's going to blow up. And Tierney is going to watch me say yes or no. Is it worth it? Right? It's a really quite interesting problem. It's the trolley problem, right? So, that ruined it for me. Now, let me explain why it was so emotional. Well, I know I explained a little bit. So I'm going to go into the emotion of it because there was some for... I, th- I think the game wanted to foreshadow this. So let me explain the foreshadowing that happened and the emotions behind it. And then let me explain the logical part of why Lufia should have stayed dead. So in the beginning of Lufia 1, which happens to be the end of Lufia 2, because Lufia 2 is a sequel to Lufia 1. By the way, if you play Lufia 1... Um, it has like a 4.6 out of 5 on eBay, which I don't think is right. Um, it has like a 6.8 out of 10 on other sites. I'm like, that makes more sense. This is a this is a solid enough JRPG. But we're going to end it. But ever if you play Lufia 1, play Lufia 2. Lufia 2, the music is better. The battles are better. The, the music is better. The graphics are better. There's puzzles. There's also this really cool thing where I'm, you get access to this randomized dungeon that's 99 levels deep. But the really cool thing is there's blue color chests. And if you get an item in a blue color chest, you can bring it back to the top. You can bring it back with you. So what I did when I was playing this game was I actually, when I got to that point, I realized since I could take things back, I did it for like two, three, four, five hours to get the best equipment I could possible. And then I, the rest of the game was like pretty much easier after that. I'm playing the final boss of Luffy 1. Um... All the bosses use magic spells to hurt you a lot. And there's this one person 
that has a spell that negates magic but only affects one person and only for three turns. So use that person to continuously cast the magic thing on three people. I held four fingers and I put up three. I'm like, well, you can't even see what I'm doing. And then, then you only have to red healing one person. It makes the last final battle pretty easy. Anyway, what was it? Right. So in Lufia 1, you start the game as Maxim and his wife, Celine, and Guy, and uh, Jiren, I think. I'm not 100% sure. And you actually start in the Forces of Doom. You talk about going to Fortress of Doom. You actually also attack the Sinistrals, right? Um, and the same thing happens where once you're done, you're trying to escape. And it's the same bridge from the ending of Lufia 1, right? Where it gets separated. Guy and the elf girl manage to escape. And uh, there is no way Maxim and Celine. Salon? Celine? It's not Celine. It's Salon. Let me look it up one second. Um, do, 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 ah, Salon, S-E-L-A-N, Salon? Anyway, um, with her, and they're both gonna die. They both know they're gonna die. They both understand that there is no way they can escape, right? Because this is in, you know, this is, it's hovering above a lake, right? There's, they can't just easily jump off. They have to teleport out. And so there, they know they're gonna die. And so they're like, you know, they're like, I love you, stuff like that. And Salon is like, you know, we have a kid on the planet. He can inherit your legacy in case something goes wrong. And it crashes and they die. And then you get to the end of Luffy 1. And it's the same thing. And I'm like, that is really cool. Like a generational kind of thing, right? Your dad had to do this. Your dad and mom had to do this. And now you're having to deal with this, right? Almost like foreshadowing. Like you can't save the world unless you have some personal sacrifice. And that foreshadowing is where it was. And I'm just like, this is great. This is fantastic. There's a lot of depth and meaning to the sacrifice What's in what's going on. These people aren't just people you just don't know, right? You've been with them the whole entire game. Yeah, you know, when Max, when uh, the, when Maxim and Ceylon died, you're like, who the fuck are you? Okay, you have a baby, I guess. Um, but then you're able to, you know, got to the end of Luffy 1, and you're able to link that back to the beginning of the game. And that was so good. And then fucking Luffy lived. <laughs> now, let me explain the logical reason why Luffy shouldn't have lived. So I guess the emotional thing is that I was so, so content with Lufia dying that her coming back to life out of nowhere just ruined it for me. Just, just absolutely ruined it. I'm just sitting there. We're like, wow, I was about to give this. I was about to like, people like, oh my God, this game is great. And I'm like, if you want to play it, go ahead. The ending sucks though. Do you know? I haven't aged. When I worked at U-Haul, I have, an, I have an HD, in quotes, TV from when I worked there, which was like 2011 and 12. Uh, and I still have it, actually, and I still use it to play, like, Super Nintendo games on it. But anyway, there's actually a warning that says, this contains mercury disposed of properly. I'm like, oh, I actually had no idea. That's quite interesting. Anyway, so 
emotionally, it was great. Then Luffy lived and that threw everything off because it was such a satisfying ending, right? Because I was... Most games, you know, they have the happy ending. You know it's going to be a happy ending and you're expecting a happy ending. I saw what was happening. I wasn't really expecting a happy ending. Like, I, I, I... There was no way that I could see that the hero and Luffy could have escaped the Fortress of Doom. Although he did, so I don't know what happened. Anyway, 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 I saw that. I'm like, this is going to be a sad ending, and I'm preparing myself for it. I don't know. Anyway, I did not like it emotionally. Logically. Let's talk about logic, shall we? So, you have to remember, right, they only had 16 bits to work with, and... In these 16 bits, the developers did their damnedest to show that Luffy was bruised, Luffy was battered, that she was going to die, right? And you read the text as well, right? That Luffy's like, I am going to... So I might be wrong with the text, by the way. As I said, I haven't played this in so long, and I guess I could have, I don't know, watched a YouTube video, but fuck that. I'm talking to you now, so we're going to have to deal with this, right? I was sad. Maybe my memories are altered. Who knows? So I'm sad she's gonna die she's telling the hero she's gonna die right all this stuff she falls to the ground not the ground the lake so you're in an isle of doom you're in this big big island right this is not a floating isle it is ginormous and it's over a ginormous lake so lufia is one probably falling through this chasm and probably hitting rocks, hitting the walls. She's probably not going straight down, right? So she's getting bruised and battered, and boom. She hits the water. And she should have died right there. She should have died right there, right? She, she, there's maybe, maybe the lake was moving around a little bit, but that is, you're going to hit the water from probably terminal velocity. You're, it's going to hurt, right? And she's already bruised and battered. So let's, let's just say that she didn't die when she hit the water. She would not be able to swim. Let's say she managed to keep on to consciousness. She would not be able to tread water. She was too weak to do that. She would have drowned. So, gonna skip forward a little bit to the point where you see Luffy alive. Turns out, the old man goes, yeah, there was some people fishing in the lake and they saw her and just picked her up. Bull fucking shit. If you are a fisherman or fishing person, person and you... And this 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 is in the middle of the lake, right? This 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 aisle is in the middle of the lake, so most likely when she dropped, she dropped in the middle of the lake, which means there was a fisher person, fisherman in this case, in the middle of a lake underneath a giant island. And it wasn't that this island magically appeared either, right? The island appeared and then the hero and his team took some time to figure out how exactly should we get up there? Because we can't jump up there. How do we fly up there, right? So people know. So now I understand, right? If you're a fishing person and you want to catch some fish so you can survive, 
I assume probably you're maybe gonna leave, but you're not gonna go to the center of the fucking lake, even if the aisle wasn't there. If you have a boat made for fishing for like two people, you're not gonna go to the middle of the lake because it's huge and the boat's not made for that. But somehow, for some reason, a deus ex machina, there was a boat right there with people in it. So, Luffy, let's say she didn't die during the fall. She didn't die when she hit the water. She was somehow able to tread water long enough for the people to pick her up. She should have died on deck. Right? She's, she's gone through hell and back. And uh, somehow she stayed conscious enough for her to get healed at a hospital. And miraculously enough, her wounds weren't infected with the lake water. That's a thing. And in this... I almost said Creeping Mandacity from Final Fantasy XIV. God, I've done the Praetorium way too many times. And, and, this place doesn't seem like it has the best health care in the world, right? I think there's this scientist, but the scientist I don't think is caring about health. Okay, and the, if you can, there's a dog barking outside if you can hear them, I'm sorry. This, the dog is fine, I promise you. This, the scientist is not a healthcare scientist. This is a, let's try to get things to fly. Let's try to get things to, um, let's make it submersible. Anyway, my point is, Lufia should not have survived. Now, now, before you go on clicking and clacking on the keyboard, I bet there are humans in the world who have gone through a fuck ton, has gone through hell and back, and again and survived. Like, I know there's that runner that got lost in the desert and was lost for like eight days and extremely dehydrated in that story, right? I know there are people who have survived extreme conditions and they've survived to sort of tell the tale. Like, I totally get it, right? But Luffy was 16. And she was like, I, I don't know. Anyway... Not that I'm thinking, but any, 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 anyway, 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 Luffy should have died. I think Luffy totally should have died at the end of the game, and that would have made the ending spectacular, because that would have been like, what is a human sacrifice worth, right? Opening the question, was it worth it, right, for him to lose the love of his life? But he's 16, right? Like, if you're like in your 20s and 30s, you're like in your 30s and 40s, like, dude, you're 16, calm the fuck down, right? Love of his life, lost it. Is that heartbreak worth saving the world? And that's it. That's, that is why I think the ending of Lufia 1 was so bad. It was so good until it was bad. Funny thing is though, since Lufia 2 is a prequel to Lufia 1, once you finish Lufia 2, after the credits, just continue the story in Lufia 1. And I just find that so funny. I don't know. I mean, it's not technically not called Lufia 1. It's called Lufia, the Fortress of Doom, and then there's Lufia 2. So, I don't know. Anyway, if you've been with me so far, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Mwah. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, do the stuff. I don't know. I've never, this is my first episode, and instead of researching and figuring out what was going on and what's the best podcaster host and it's like fuck it 
I'm just going to make an episode and edit it and send it out and we'll start from there. So I'm planning to do six episodes. Six episodes max. And I'm going to, after six episodes, go, do I want to do this or not? Considering this episode is going to probably be about 25, 25 minutes. I think that's enough to maybe do it twice a month. I was thinking once a month, right? Maybe I'll do it once a month at first, because if I do a podcast once a month, that's plenty of other time to get everything else done. If I want to do another goal, which I do. So, I don't know, maybe I should make a poll. Anyway, I know there are some people, because I'm the person where if I start like researching the best solution for what I want to do and all that other good bullshit, I am not going to do anything. I don't know if it's analysis paralysis or it's just like, oh man, I'm bored of this. I'm done. And then the idea eventually comes back. I'm like, oh, let's do this thing. So if you like this, go ahead and just give me the thumbs up. Give me comments. I would be so happy if you recommended this stream to your friends and family. Um, I'm assuming the format is going to just be like this, where I'm going to shoot my shit and we're going to talk about things. As I, if you listened to the beginning, I have plenty of ideas of what I want to talk about. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have anything to end on. I don't have any miraculous quotes or anything. Um, I don't know. I could talk about Luffy one. I don't, now that you're here, I don't want to let you go. Anyway, I bet you want to go. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I want to say. Anyway, so uh, yeah, give me the thumbs up if you like it. Give me comments. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to hear what you want to say. And uh, tell your friends and family about this, please. Right? I'd like this to be a thing. But if it's not a thing, that's okay. As I said, I'm time boxing this to six episodes. Also, I'm time. I make. I'm giving myself permission to after each episode, once it's released, to go. Did I like it? Did I not? Do I want to keep going? So, again, thank you all so very much for listening. Love you all, and I will talk to you all later. Bye-bye.